right, here we go. Single track session number 100. Oh, that's right. I waited. We did 99.5 last week because I didn't feel comfortable gotcha. doing triple digits. A little monumental 100 miler. The 100, 100 single track session, so 100 weeks. Right. Because uh, this one we do once a week. Where that's the podcast two years. Kinda, it that's is. two years of single track session. Yeah, and... Uh, Wow. Yeah, it's almost three years of the podcast in October. Getting close. Yeah, so we're getting up there. So, I don't know, maybe do something cool for year three of the podcast. But yeah, single track session 100 here at the Trail Manners podcast. Joel is back from Phoenix. Yep. Down there for a week uh, tanning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Laying out by the pool. That's all I did was tan. <laughs> no. I was in class from 7 in the morning to 5.30 every day. That's all right, though. It was. It, hopefully it was AC. Oh, gosh. I think everything has to be AC down so there. It wasn't that bad. I mean, I got out of class, and it was like, yeah, this is a little hotter than where we live, but not, like, super hot. Yeah. So it wasn't bad. So you just go to your cabana by the pool? Yeah, I definitely didn't go to the pool, because the, the hotel I was staying in, I definitely didn't want to test my immune system in that pool. Gotcha. Yeah. Little band-aids floating and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that would be the better <laughs> things that were floating in there. <laughs> yeah. When I was down there, they had a haboob come through. Really? You know what that is? Nope. The dust storm. <laughs> okay. It's one of those big dust storms that are really, really tall, yeah. right, and way wide. Okay. It was cool seeing. They had the helicopters out there flying and watching it roll through the valley. It was really neat. Did you, like, get I a good look at it? did not go outside. Then you didn't go no. outside and just, like, sandblast no. yourself? Dude, that's what it was like. Exfoliation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was pretty neat to see that roll through, though. That was pretty cool. A little yeah. something different. Yeah, exactly. How were the, was the, the air down there? Did they get much? I mean, is the fires affected it was down there? That, the, the air quality down there was better than what we're experiencing right now. Jeez. It's bad right now. It's bad right now. My throat's a little scratchy. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. So you're, you're what is it, step two, level two? Yeah, so I went through that level two with stretch therapy, all done, learned some new, actually shouldn't say some, learned a lot of new stuff. Really? Yeah. Wow. Refined the touch. Yeah, so I'm excited. Nice. Mm-hmm. So what's next? Do you get level st- three? There's a level three, and then there's a very sports specific, high level sports uh, certificate that I can get. So, so you have to do so many hours before you can mm, do three. No, you got to do a case study. Okay. I haven't dug too deep into what that entails yet, but. Well, I'll help you. Let's. I mean, is it like a 24 pack case, or what kind of study do we do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'd be good with helping you with right. that. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'll get. To, I'll sign up for the class this week, probably. Nice. And uh, I'll get the details on that. Sweet. And is that back down in Phoenix? Yeah. You have to exactly. do that in the winter. Yeah, I'm gonna do that the first week of December, so I cannot go to the Capstone. Holy cow! Yeah. That's gonna break Turtle's heart. I'm sure he'll get over rather quickly. Yeah, I probably doesn't even. He probably doesn't even remember when Capstone is. Mm, probably not. Yeah, Capstone is the eighth. Yeah. Because I think I'm registered for it. Yeah, I'm gonna be doing that sport specific uh, stretch therapy class that weekend. Oh, that's that one instead of the level three. Well, level level three goes for a full week and then they they bookend it. Oh, that's Sports nice. Therapy, so you can do yeah. both, mm-hmm. one in one shot. Yeah. Nice. So we'll get to work on some of those Phoenix area professional athletes. Probably that time of year will be baseball players, I imagine, because the football guys and the hockey guys will be in season. Yeah, probably. Mm, I yeah. don't think Phoenix has an MLS team. They don't. It's too yeah. hot. Yeah. Well, they okay. can play indoors, I guess. They'd have to. Nice air-conditioned indoor place. Yeah. Well, that's cool, yeah, because it's... Uh, Anytime I do the single track solo, it's not. I don't laugh at myself, <laughs> so I say funny things because I do, and I'm you like, you can get I like a little laugh. doll over here. Oh, that's what I should do. You One should of those. get a little blow up doll, paint a little beard on it. <laughs> it's over. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that's why I shoot. I get one of those buttons that just make a giggle noise yeah, yeah, or, or exactly. some sound effect. So it's like a cra- old school like game show crowd. From oh, the, like the gong know, show yeah. almost. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. yeah, something like that would be good. Or just hire laughers. Yeah. Just invite people over. We you get intern laughers. That'd be funny. Have okay. to, what do you do that? What do you call it? Um, audition for it. Get some auditioners. We could do that. That'd be fun. Uh, so yep, Joel's back, and yes. uh, we just had our last episode again. It was Harrison Fluman. He is up in uh, Washington. Washington right now. Got a few texts. His uh, his beautiful wife Brian sent me a text showing me that there is a pumpkin beer festival in Seattle in October, and okay. she knows how much I love pumpkin beer. She sent it to me. She goes, see? There wasn't enough sarcasm with that. There wasn't? No. Well, because the next one will be better. She says, see, Eric, look. And I says, yeah, I think it's fake. I said, you know what? It's worth me going up there to make fun of all three people that show up. <laughs> so it was pretty I like funny. me a little bit of pumpkin beer, like like a six-ounce shot. Yeah. That's about That's good for the year. Gosh, I, I'm not into the pumpkin The thing. pumpkin porter, uh, yeah. Six ounces and I'm good. Well, it said, I think the poster that she sent me was like a hundred and something pumpkin beers are going to be oh, there. That's too and I'm bad. like, that's a lot of breweries wasting time. Yeah, right? <laughs> you don't that, need that many. That's a lot of pumpkin pies that are not being made. Yeah, pumpkin. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the only pumpkin thing I can eat is pie. Yeah. Because I don't do the fancy drinks during Han Solo season. No, that's that's a Turtle Miller thing. Yeah, he's he's digging the, what are the, Pumpkin lattes. Spice. PSLs. Yeah. I didn't know what that was for pumpkin spice latte. Lattes, yeah. I didn't know people post PSL time. I'm like, is that, what does that mean? What is that? Soccer team? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're up there. And it was kind of funny is the, the day before they left, she said the UPS driver pulled up to their house. Yeah. Was delivering a package. Uh-oh. And this was on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And she says he took his headphone out and says, I'm listening to your husband's podcast right now. <laughs> That's awesome. How funny is that? That is so, crazy. Yeah, it's really weird. I know I had UPS fan. <laughs> I didn't either. That's really cool. Yeah. And I'm like, do you know who it was? She goes, no, but it was really cool. So anyway, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and then we also had, so I, I brought this, you, you weren't aware of this because you weren't here and sometimes I just get silly. But I said, hey, I'm going to start, we have, uh, when we do our podcast on Tuesdays, which have been hit or miss, we end with a little catchphrase. Right. And so I said, why don't people send me in some of their favorite quotes? Oh, yeah. And we'll close single track with somebody's quote. Okay. And so I only had one person send in quotes. He okay. sent three, and I'm picking my favorite out All of right. it. So we'll close with that. Uh, but last weekend, we missed you, El Vaquero. Yeah, I was sad. That's the only thing I was kind of, like, bummed about. Like, the whole Phoenix thing, so worth it. Uh, I'd do it again in a heartbeat, but I miss Vaquero. It was, uh, it was really weird because... And I heard Vaquero was terrible. You guys shouldn't go next year. Yeah, you probably shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Ty was talking about limiting to like 20. Yeah. and um, No burgers or soda. Right. I, I'm doing like hoodies. automatic entry. <laughs> He's going to limit the number of Utahns are allowed to come. <laughs> I get automatic. You get automatic. Yeah, You're I like do. bib number one. Exactly. Uh, it, was, it was such a fun weekend because I had no stress. Right. I got up there f- later Friday. I went to the burger joint and just got a big old greasy burger and a yeah. shake. Weren't worried like, one bit, were you? Nope, I wasn't. I'm like, this will work. And then I hung out and uh, saw tons of people. And I hate to say sometimes, like, it's just, I think it's a, a thing you say automatically in your head. But it's like, that was, like, I met some pe- new people, okay. right? People we've never met. And right. a lot of people we have. And... I hung out, and I, I'm going to apologize to Amy and Seth right now from Vermont. They Uh-oh. came all the way out here 
Took them yeah. nine days. They took a trip, went through all these beautiful places. Dude, they stopped in, in like the Laramie area and did a run yeah. in my old hood. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, they were going everywhere, but um, I hung out with them Friday night and Saturday night. Right. Like at their campsite. I'm yeah. like, I know you guys are, you know, kind of on your own, but. They're kind of like on their like second honeymoon, yeah, right? Look at me. Like crashing oh, it. totally. Totally. They're like, wheeler all the way. I went over there and hung out with them Friday night. Um, had so much fun. And I mean, I, like I said, talked to a lot of people, but they came all the way from Vermont. And they didn't seem, they didn't, like, kick me out or set up, like, electric fence around yeah. it. So I'm like, I must be welcome back. There you go. And so I just came in the back way. Yeah, you went the, the back woods. door, huh? Yeah, 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 through the woods. And, man, it was so awesome to meet them. Just talk about two unique people. Right. Uh, Amy does uh, teaching immersion in the outdoors. Right. So she puts a thing to get kids outside to learn. Yeah. So she teaches teachers, essentially to get kids outside. You can do math outside, and then right. she does some other outdoor stuff, which is really cool. But Seth, he was whittling, which yeah. I thought I used the word because I think it's funny. You might need to define that because I think some of that younger generation doesn't know what that means. Whittling is where you grab a piece of wood yes. and a pocket knife. Yes, and what's make, a pocket knife? pocket knife is some a knife that is in your pocket. It folds. It, it folds. It's kind of explanatory where it's a it's in your pocket. Gotcha. It's small enough to fit in your pocket. Yeah, they used to have the old timer. What was that one brand? Oh, there was a brand oh, that my I dad had. About. What was the name? It'll come to me. All right. Um, but yeah, he was sitting there just like with his hand and just cutting this piece of wood. It was like a, you know, a, a small block. I'm like, what are you making? He's like, oh, a bird. And he was trying to explain it to me, but my mind doesn't do artsy stuff. Right. So I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. It sounds cool. Yeah. But I don't get it. But anyway, he restores historic barns. Right. So he works on barns from like the 1800s yeah. in Vermont by himself, mm. like no one helps him, and they don't use like bolts and screws and metal. So no current technology. No, and so you try to match it up on based on he was like, oh, there was like you know English builders, and there's different uh, styles they all had, right. and different it's period. just oh so amazing, and just hearing his stories. But he made me, uh, me and my daughter Aspen these. I mean, you saw them. I saw birds. I came in. I was like, oh, where are these? Yeah. Well, I'm sitting at their table on Saturday. And like, hey, look at those birds behind you. And I thought they were real birds. And I turned around. I'm like, you got to be kidding. And he just whittled both of them like within a day. Right. And they're crazy wicked cool. But hung out with them. They brought me some gin, brought you some maple syrup. Yeah. And uh, just had a great time. Just two amazing people that I would have never known about right. without the podcast. So that was fun. Um, got my selfie game picked up. Got some, some tips that. and tricks on selfies. Mm-hmm. Um, got a little little crazy there. Um, Andrea, Megan, met them for the first time. Yeah, there's just too many people to name. There were so many people. Right. But it was awesome. I mean, just all over. Saw, like you mentioned, a lot of people from Utah. Right. Um, got hung out with Power Stash a little bit. He, That's he, always a pleasure. I only paid him like 15 bucks for the selfie, so that <laughs> really? was, I felt pretty cheap. <laughs> That's his going rate? Yeah, it was cheap. I think he gave me a discount. <laughs> That's the friends and family discount? Yeah, 15 gotcha. bucks. Um, and, uh, you know, hung out with Luke. It was just a blast. I mean, Ty always puts on a great race. Um, there's some people who got their five-year buckle, which was really cool. Right. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was beautiful. A little bit of smoke. Didn't get real hot like it had done in the past. Okay. So I think I could have finished like 10 minutes earlier than probably <laughs> years years past. But uh, super fun. And I know everybody's like, where's Joel? I'm like, I know. I right? know, I know. Uh, but, yeah, it was Trevor, uh, Trevor Fuchs won it. 
I am really surprised. He crossed the finish line, and he looks at me and goes, yeah, that course. He looks at me and goes, yeah, you lie. That course sucks. And I'm yeah. like, my eyes got real big. I'm like, really? He goes, no, it was amazing. I'll yeah. be back for sure. <laughs> I thought he was hurt and injured. He's six weeks post-surgery. Oh, okay. And so he's not 100%. Right. He still goes out and win. Yeah. Punk. Yeah. So he won in 529. Oh, that's fast. Yeah. He did pretty well, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, the course record, shape, yeah. course record's Luke at 455, but there's only been five winners of this race. Good point. You know, and so yeah. he's in the category, you know, Luke. He, someone said, yeah, it's like Luke and Schwab, um, Reddish. Power Stash hasn't won it. Oh, Power yeah. Stash. Did you hear that? Oh, called out. He volunteers too much. He does. He's Which not good. He's not good at directing parking, though. I could see that. I was with him in the first car that came up, and they weren't supposed to go a certain direction, and they went that way. He goes, well, that didn't work. So <laughs> that was kind of funny. Yeah, Trevor won, and uh, one of our favorites, Aaron Hill, yeah. won for the ladies. Uh, 626. Holy cow, that's fast. Yeah, she she did really well, and uh, I'll get oh, there's something else we'll get with her a little bit later in the show, but a lot of fun. Um, that was the 50k, 25k. Man, I was a little surprised them coming through. Uh, the winner was Joe Wilson in 229. Holy cow! Um, which is solid. And then Corbin Talley here for locally, he came in 231. It was like, oh, like nice. boom, boom, um, right away. And on the ladies side is Addie Stewart, first real trail race ever. Whoa. Yeah, and she won Way in... Way to pick an easy one. She won in three hours flat. That's really good. And time. she's friends with some of our friends, uh, yeah. Misty, Alessandri. She's okay. friends with them. So she came up, and I was talking to her, and I'm like, that's amazing. And they offered her sandals, a racing pack, and some Jaybird earbuds. And she's like, what do you want? She goes, the sandals. She goes, I'm never going to run again because she's a mountain biker, and she doesn't like running. And so she won it. Ah, that's unfair. Right? Isn't that crazy? She, like, crushed. I mean, she killed it. Looked great, too. It wasn't like right. she came to the finish. She was like, oh, my gosh. She was like, hey, so is that, was that it? Oh, <laughs> I don't like her now. Yeah. Uh, she is super funny. Yeah, second place female came in, like, almost half hour behind her. Holy cow. Yeah, well, it really wasn't even close. Um, but she was super funny. Yeah, just a lot, a crazy amount of people there um, that we got to got to see. I was flipping burgers most of the time, um, thanks to our friend Grant. He stuck me on Burger Patrol, which was fun, though. It is. You, you could know. talk to a lot of people that I way. I did, and mm-hmm. I smelled super tasty for like I'm two sure days. You oh, did. man. Right up in those pores. It, it was caked in, except I did cook a few uh, veggie burgers. Did you? I've Just been, to kind of make yourself feel a little better? Well, no, because people wanted them. Right. And so they're like, hey, do you have any veggie? I'm like, yeah. I like me a good veggie burger. And I, I didn't, I've never really cooked them, so right. um, I'm first person that came through, I'm like, can you let me know if that was cooked? <laughs> so I know like, how to cook them. Like, I know how to cook a meat burger. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, great people. And thanks for everybody that came up and said hi. People I met for the first time. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Brian, I met him. He's from Utah. And we had a long conversation the first night um, just talking about the podcast. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, we also had, let's see, last weekend there was the Angeles Crest 100. That's old school. That's an old school one. Um, and I don't think they, from what I remember, I didn't see a lot of, like, fire. I don't know how the smoke and air was for True. them. But They've was, had a lot of problems with that in the past. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Darcy, she won that one. Right. Um, just a couple of weeks after coming back from Andorra mm-hmm. in 22-17. And she also won her. She's having a killer year, man. Yeah. Again. Low-key. Yeah, right? Flying under the radar. Just quietly crushing things. Yeah. She can get ultra around the year. Yeah, that's what I was kind of... I mean, Courtney is still... Yeah. If Courtney's got to win one more big race, and she'll, she'll get it, right? Yeah. But if she doesn't, Darcy's, my money's on Darcy. And then, but again, what else happens the rest of the year, that's too? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
Um, oh, and then I'm going to I'm going to go back because this is awesome. So our friend Sylvia Greer, yes, she ran the Palisades 100, yeah, like 30 plus hours because that's right. tougher than hell. Yeah, and then she came and ran the 55k at El Vaquero the next weekend. Did she yeah. really? And when she she didn't even look like she went walking in the mall. Dude, she's she's another <laughs> level of toughness. She is, and she was so smiley and happy the whole right. time. It's like quit it. Yeah. L- just let me know that. You're kind of sore. Right. Or you're kind of you're tired. You're suffering a little bit. Yeah, but she's just like, hey, yeah, I was walking oh, around. So I had to go back to that because that was pretty funny. But on the men's side, um, um, Rene Durantis won in 1923, Angeles Crest. So that was a pretty good uh, race. But they also had the, the, the Trumso Sky Race, hand mm-hmm. on, hand on, yeah. hands and feet. That's the where that uh, Hillary Allen got hurt last year, mm-hmm. right? Yep, and that's the... That's a man. Some of the pictures on that. It's wet. You're in the clouds, and yeah. it's like your hands and feet. It's a four point stance yeah, on a lot of that stuff. No fall zone. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to get into the results on that. One. That was a big one. <laughs> Lots um, of pronouncing that would be. Yeah, a little hard for me. Right. Lots I'm, of Euro names. I'm challenged there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tushers is back here in Utah, which yeah. is a tough Mamba Jamba. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was back this year. Um, they have a hundred k, a seventy k. A marathon, 26.2 and a half marathon. Um, a lot of fast times there for both the men and the women. Megan Hicks won the female in the 100K in 1643, just barely an hour and change behind the first place male. Um, but a lot of, I mean, it's really like the 100K, there was only 23 finishers. Right. But they got on this so late this year that I was surprised. Yeah. Because that was, that was quite a few. I mean, you get some of those shorter distances, and they generally do. They, you know, they had a couple more you know, registered for that race, but that's, that's a, that's a tough race and I haven't done it just to know in the area yeah. and talking to people, but also beautiful locations. So maybe a marathon would be okay down there. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking for me. Yeah. But not anything longer. That'd be, that would work me. I think a little too hard. Um, but next weekend, um, the Sierra Zanal and I probably say that wrong. I think you said that, it right. Did I? Mm-hmm. If I didn't, that's as close as people I think are going to get. That's how Killian pronounces it. Then it's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going off what the Hornet tells me. So we had a Skype call the other day, you know, talking about build bears, and that's what he came up <laughs> with. But that's in Switzerland, 31k. Man, I'll tell you what, this is going to be super competitive, men and women. Right. Like there's some. I mean, on the women's side, you have Ida Nilsson, Ruth Croft, who just came on Speed Goat here, uh, Megan Kimmel. Um, she took second in 2015. Um, there's just a lot of fast women. And on the men's side, Yowza, Joe Gray, Killian, Max King, um, just to name a very small few. So you got to go with Killian, though. Yeah. Because you have to. If he's in any race, if you don't pick him, right? it's because you're, you know, you don't like him or something. And yeah. even if you don't like him, you'd have to pick him if you were smart. <laughs> so that's going to be a good one. That's always a good one every year um, over in Switzerland. So we'll... we'll throw that one out there for a, a race next weekend and then did you get the email i have to bring this up because i gotta Uh-oh. tip my hat to the bear 100 people oh yeah i did i like what they're doing i like that mm-hmm. and i think wasatch should take a look at that i know yeah. they're, they're they've limited aid stations because of numbers but this right. might be a way you can tweak that i don't know I but like it. uh the how how you can easily get around that couldn't you you can just write the well, they give you an extra bib, an actual bib for the oh, race. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you have to have the actual bib. So gotcha. the Bear 100 is a super crew and pacer-friendly course. It is. Um, but there's some aid stations that in the past get a little crowded because it's get not a like... nutty. Yeah, with, with driving and everything. So this year, nah, 
whoever came up with this, it's like, finally. You're like, people are thinking outside the box. Exactly. Ten years ago. So there's, uh, they have parking problems at Right Hand Fork and Temple Fork aid stations. Right. So if your runner is an even number, you're going to be allowed into Temple Fork, right. which is mile 44. Yeah. If you have an odd number, they're into Right Hand, which is mile 37. Yeah. So they are seven miles apart, but oh. you don't. And most people go to both. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, it's like a 10-minute drive. It's really nice to see your crew at both. Yeah, it is, because yeah. it's not easy. But because of the crowds, yes. I mean, it's in a canyon for one, and then these are little side roads you're going up, so it does get really crowded. Except for Temple. Temple is right off the highway. Oh, that one, yeah. Yeah, it's off the highway. But that, gets, that has a lot of parking issues, because the does. road that goes up, and yeah. that one's always a nightmare with parking. Right. Um, so, yeah, they're going to put an extra number in your race bag that you'll your crew will put on their dash so they can get in out of these aid stations right um, which i think is and it's only for those two mm-hmm. right so it's not a big thing right i'm super interested to get here how it goes i bet i'll go fun. i bet you there's gonna be some really angry crew people why well, and i this is where i think it, the runners you have to talk to your crew yep and this isn't like debatable it's not yeah. it's just this is the rule and this is what it mm-hmm. is right like i don't want i really hate to see people abuse it Right. Like, hey, they'll swap you numbers and do this. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know, right. I, I can see people already thinking of that far ahead. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Oh, my right. runner's 39. You're 40. Let's. Right. Well, you know. Um, well, they really need to do the same thing for Tony and and uh, Franklin. Tony's gets nutty in that There's up there. There's no parking in Tony. Especially where they've changed it, where you don't yeah. all go all the way to the lake. They got right. that little side road. That can get screwy. Yeah, I mean, it's. That's where we're at. Yeah. Right? Because that's always been the thing. At the bear, you can be everywhere. but You used to be everywhere, but now there's so many people coming up to spectate. Yep, there are. And just hanging out. Yeah. For hours. And it's and fun to hang out. I get it. I oh, understand. I did it last year. Yeah. I know. I definitely get it. But yeah, like you said, it'll. I just really do, man. I, I can't stress this enough. I hope the runners respect it. Respect it. And it's not the you runner flat out. If you're running, you just got to flat out tell this is the rule. Like, you got to be mentally prepared not to have a crew at that aid station. Yeah. And it's, right? Like you said, it'd be nice to have them at both. Yeah. But as I mean, we've well, talked. At right hand, it's going to be hot afterwards. And it can be a little bit hot from Cali, the right hand. It can be really hot. I mean, you are running through the trees. Yeah. But it, it kind of gets like that heat sinks in the trees. Yeah. And as soon as you pop out of the trees, you got like what? Like a, maybe a mile before the aid station. It gets really hot right there. But you, mean, you, get, a, you get drop bags and you have yeah, exactly. aid stations. I, I agree. But I'm just looking at it for maybe... <clears throat> A less experienced runner, yeah. point of view. Well, I mean, so if you are one of those people Jill's mentioning, there are people there to help you. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And there's other crew as well. Like, if you came into one of those aid stations and yeah. you needed something, someone is going to help you. They will. If someone else's crew, I mean, that's yeah. just part of the game. Right. Um, but I think it's a, it's a genius idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they've got it from another race, so there might be other races that do this. This is the first time I've heard of it. Right. Um, but I read the email, um, and I thought, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. It's super easy. Um, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just hope more people respect it, like mm. Joel said, yeah. because we just hear more and more. I mean, we had debates on the hard rock thing, and that's gone on for weeks. I can still get emails and talk to people. Yeah. And last week, I just finally said, listen, I'm done. I'm done, and here's my last comment. Mm-hmm. The runner shouldn't have put the race director or the committee in that position. Nope. So it still falls back to the runner. I'm done. <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't, I don't feel bad. <laughs> I do. I shouldn't say that. I mean, I do on one level, because that's does suck, but right. you know what you're doing. That's the way it goes. But even in, through social media, I've seen a few more people talk about people cheating with races lately, and right. it just it just really bothers me. Angels Crest, did you see what they did before their race? 
They mm. had two new forms come out for their runners. They had to initial oh, with more that. with rules and yeah, stuff. And, um, and we talked about it. It's yeah. Like that's kind of where we're going. Yep. So, yeah, it's just more for race directors to think about. It is. You know, for everything. Mm-hmm. So, congratulations. Or I shouldn't say that. I should. I should say, way to go, Bear One Hundred. That's right. For for bringing that up, I think that's really cool. I'm looking forward to see how it goes for me. I don't have a crew or pacers for the race, so it doesn't affect me in any bit. No. Right? But I know, like you said, there might be some that it would, and if it does, just plan like you can't have them there, like any other race, right? Yeah, exactly. Because there's a lot of races you can't um, have crew or pacers, for that matter. Um, Let's see. One we've talked about a little bit, because today is August 9th, so we're launching today right after the show. I'll, I'll put this, but... A race I've always wanted to do, Orcas Island 50K Lottery, is open. Oh. It opened on the 1st, and it runs till tomorrow, the 10th, Friday. And now, is the Orcas Island 50K, is that the one that's in February? Yeah, okay. February 2nd. It's one right. that James puts on Rain Shadow Running. Right. And uh, up at, what race? There's been so many races lately. Beaverhead. I talked to Natalie Sheffield, because she was talking about, so she put her name in. Oh, for Beaverhead? Yeah, no, for uh, Orcas. Uh, Orcas. Because it's a place, I've always wanted to do a James Varner race. Yeah. Because he's the stud. And I've always wanted to do orcas, and I talked to Gabe Joyce, and he's like, if you do one, do the 50K. Okay. He says, you pretty much see everything. All right. And you can enjoy it. So I went on. I didn't realize it was such a cool island with, like, cool hotels yeah. if you wanted. So I've got one day to decide if I'm going to put in for the lottery. You should. It's 100 bucks, okay. and you don't have to pay. You're not charged unless you get in. Right. So I'm thinking, okay, i got till February to go fund me an account <laughs> to get me up to Anacortes to That's take true. the ferry. you gotta, you got to get a flight in the Seattle. Seattle. And you got to take the... I can take the you gotta rail. Uber. you got to get an Uber or something. You can take a rail okay. up to Anacortes. So right. right from the airport, you can get on the, I don't know, the Amtrak. Okay. That's what it is. That's pretty, Amtrak's pretty cheap. All right. And take you to Anacortes, jump on a ferry, All right. go that route. So I got just basically today to figure out if I'm going to put in for that one or not. All right. But I'm not, like, looking at a ton of races coming up, but that's one. Like, I don't that's just see myself running on Orcas Island. That's been on your bucket list for years. Years and years. And yeah. and it could do two birds and one stone. I'm right. to do a Varner race, too. There you go. And that's, I don't know, I can't, everything I've heard about it in the pictures, it's just got to be ridiculous. So if you're thinking about it, don't put in, just in case I do, because I don't know how many they let in. There's like 300 right now in the lottery. Right. So I think the chances are pretty good. Sounds good so far. But I don't know how many they let in. There's well, if they let like three people in, your chances are not so good. No, but neither are their chances of making any money. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking like 150. Gotcha. Right in there is my guess, but I don't know. Now, is that just for the 50K or is that for That's all? That's just for the 50K because okay. there's a 25K and, and then they have 100, mile, but 100 I think mile? the 100's a weekend before or after. Oh, I don't think the 100's are the idea. same weekend anymore, um, which, yeah, there's no way I'd think about doing 100 on February 2nd. Not with that loop after loop after loop. Well, not even just because yeah. I couldn't train through the winter good enough to do something like that. Right. So I think a 50K is doable in February. Sure. You can slog enough miles to tough that. And I've I've cleared it with my daughter. That's her birthday, Groundhog Day. And so I've cleared it with her. Okay. She'll be 22, so she's kind of over that. Oh, yeah. You don't need the thrower party. Yeah. And I and so I think her, you know, she'd probably do something anyway. So I think I've got the, the clearance there gotcha. to, to miss it. So. Um, what else we got going on? So I'm gonna I'm gonna reminisce a little bit okay. just because la- yesterday um, eight eight um, was thirty, and this made me feel super old. Like I feel right. old until this. 
30 years ago, um, <laughs> myself and 21 other soccer players, we broke the world record. We set out on our 8888 to break the world record for longest soccer game. Right. We went 75 and a half hours, so we ended on the 11th. Last night, a group of us got together at my high school coach's house. Oh, nice. Um, just to kind of swap stories. Right. Um, you know, unfortunately, there's some people we couldn't track down, and some people couldn't make it. It was a Wednesday night, but there's, there's a handful of us there. And eating and and hanging out in the backyard, um, it was pretty fun. Right like on. I'm not a huge reunion guy. Yeah. Um, like my high school reunions, I've been to a couple. Have you? Next year they're doing a cruise for the 30th, which I haven't. That would be paid for. Terrible. I. It's weird. I mean, there's a Facebook page, so like people are like, Eric, you need to come. Eric, you need to come, and it's a good deal. It's seven days. I'm sure it's a great deal, but do you want to be that close to those people for seven days? I don't. Well, there's one person, and I'm not going to name any names yeah. because I don't want to stand. But there's one person, this guy, I would love to hang out with because right. he was, he went in like special ops oh, where okay. he was like burning coke fields in Colombia, gotcha. like one of those type of dudes. Right. I would love to hang out with. Him. I want to hear those stories. Like, a, gotcha. yeah, he's a badass. But yeah, it was just pretty fun. Like, if I had to pick, this would be the group, right? I was closer to him, right? And where we share this common bond, and it was a blast catching up. Right and on. it's just funny to see like their kids are playing soccer and getting scholarships to universities. Right. And it was just pretty cool. So I just want to give a shout out. I know most of them probably don't listen to this. I know a couple right. do, but uh, that was pretty sweet. And I remember that was the first time. I mean, when you're 17, you're stupid. Right? Yes, you are. And it might have been a good thing. Yeah. Like we were too stupid to realize to what the, we were doing. It's no way better. Right? Yeah, because like, oh, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. You know, because you, you, know, you play an hour, you get a five-minute break. Right. So at one point, we played six straight hours, so we got 30 minutes of a break. No oh, subs. Yeah. Right. And so you're just out there the whole time. Um, but yeah, when we, he was showing, we had like our scrapbook and we have a video and everything just reminiscing and I'm like, holy cow, we, that doesn't look like you. That doesn't look like <laughs> you. You know, it was, it was pretty fun. So. <laughs> Little uh, nostalgia on this end um, because it was such a big part of the life, and you know, not thinking of it till a few years ago kind of resembles ultraing, just staying awake on your feet for a long time and hallucinating. <laughs> um, this week we're gonna do a quick Strava, and then Joel is the picker for the Woody Footy. So Strava this week, or this past week, I should say, was pretty cool. Um, we have, so on our Strava followers, um, we're up at 504 people, which is pretty solid. Um, but last week, uh, gentleman, Christian Morgan, 217.8 miles last week. That's not kilometers? No. 54 hours and 20 minutes. And he took second in climbing at 52,000. Grant Geis beat him from New Zealand from, for 64,900. What was doing? So I, I did do some stalking. Okay. So I'm like, okay, 217, 54 hours. Come on. He was with some dude on the AT. Oh, okay. Some dude was on the AT trying to, uh, this guy's from London. Right. Too, but they were on the, uh, was it the AT? Was that, was that? Yeah, Appalachian Trail World Record Attempt. Um, okay. Carl Sab, I'm guessing, or something similar to that. It's K-A-R-E-L. S-A-B-B-E. Right. Was going, and I don't know how that's working out because there have been so many. But so, yeah, he's kind of pacing him, doing 40, 50 miles a day. Wow. Um, so I'm like, okay, that's legit. I get that. Um, but Grant, on the climbing, I I looked into that a little bit. So he's from New Zealand. And, and he's, he's legit. He's a badass. Yeah. There's no no ifs, ands, buts about it. Um, but he, like 64,000. And I couldn't get a little peg on why. You know what I mean? It's like, what were you doing? 9,000 feet every day? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, there, oh, here it is. 8,000 one day, 5,000, 2,000, 3,000. Wow. These are like more than once a day. For like UTMB or something. Uh, he's got to be. That's mm-hmm. the only thing I could think of on that. But a big week for the Strava people, um, for the Trail Matters uh, group, I should say. Um, let's see, what was the... Because Grant was first, and then that, that guy that did the AT was, was second. And still, like second place was 147 miles. Third was wow. 120 miles. So people are, I mean, Matt Ozanic was time in 31.17. Well, what, is that High Lonesome? He did, yeah, he did High gotcha. Lonesome. Finished that, so congratulations, Matt. That was super cool to see the photos and of Chris taking you through and all the updates. So great job there. Long-time listener, really great guy. We met at the Bear last year, him and his, his wife. Uh, but, yeah, we'll let Joel take over. His his week, I did two in a row yes, uh, for did. Woody Footy. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. So Joel gets to pick. And I, I had an idea where this week may go. Yeah, right. But then you you, you stamped it. Yeah. So what's uh, what's Woody Footy look like for we this week? We had to go with something this is 100. From, from Vaquero Loco. Okay. They figured the very, and that's just gorgeous. That was anyway. a given, right? Yeah. We had to go with something from Vaquero Loco for somebody that has not won. So that was the challenge. Yep. So Jessica Taylor. Nice. She won. Great photo of the high country of the course. And I talked to her quite a bit after, and that was her, I think, her longest run. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, and she did, she looked great at the finish. It doesn't look yeah. like she was work. She was there with a bunch of friends, but she was saying how beautiful it was. She it wants to come back. Um, just a great, uh, just a great, I love Elva Carroll, man. Would you stop saying that? I can't help it. And I, you know what's funny? I didn't come away with a hoodie. I think we've oversold anything. It. I know. That's the, that's the bad thing. There's right. so many people that, I mean, this year it sold out in March. That's yeah. never happened that early. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't sold out for a few years oh, last few years definitely has but yeah it was wicked cool but yeah it's gonna next year it's gonna be on a sunday night so <laughs> yeah just, y'all might not just want to come just stop yeah and they're training bears that weekend there <laughs> oh, okay, but i'm not coming <laughs> <laughs> um, we did get one ask trail manners all right um, we didn't have one last week which is okay because i was mm-hmm. solo and i probably would have led you astray <laughs> Um, but here's, it's a little bit longer, so here we go. So, hey guys, it's been a bit of a rough summer in terms of schedule and circumstances. Yes. My running hasn't been nearly as frequent as I'd like to be. Frequent? Frequent. Okay. Sorry, that was me. He he did it right. I'm signed up for my first 50-mile race on September 1st. Ooh. By most accounts, I'm nowhere near ready. Wait, do we know what race this is? I uh, don't. Okay. It doesn't say on here. Uh, there's also a 30-mile and 16-mile option. We'll do the 16. I know I could do the 16-mile. The 30-mile would be tough as at this stage. The 50-mile is going to suck at times, possibly the last 45 miles. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you pen this letter? Huh? Is this like an anonymous letter that you No, wrote? no. There's a name. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, the RD offers the option to drop down in distance up to a week before the race. Okay. My trail and ultra-running friends are all on board for me giving it a go. A DNF doesn't freak me out um, if if were to happen. I'm about 95% convinced to go for it and not drop down in distance. Gotcha. This being the case, I'm legitimately going to have to taper up. I've not even run a double-digit run in about four months. Oh, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) There's an overall 12-hour cutoff for the race with some hard cutoffs at aid stations later in the race. Right. So any suggestions? And this is from Steve England. Steve England? So. Oh, yeah, he got hurt, didn't he? Yeah, so 
I read this, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. But then when I read that last part about not a double-digit run in four months, that's, that's, when, I was, that's, that's when my mind changed. Like, my wheels turned a different direction. Yeah. Um, 30 mile at the most. That's what I would say. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, think I was, to be honest, I mean, if we were being adults and being responsible, 16. When we've, we've done that. I know, right? We only do that for ourselves. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I think, I, I agree with Joel. I would, uh, if I didn't know that last thing, I would say you could try for that 50, right? 12 hours is... But I think he, I think Steve a lives... fast 50 miler. It right? is, even for a flat 50, right? Really? I think 12 I, hours? Did, did, maybe that's a typo. I don't think so, because I know... 12 like, hour cutoff for 50 miles? Yeah, because I'm thinking... Dude, like, that's fast. Well, I mean, the Buffalo run, um, I'm just thinking like time I ran the 50, like 10 hours maybe, yeah. and that's flat. So, yeah, 12... Uh, it's a hard cutoff. That's a hard cut. That's that's a scary cutoff. Um, and I don't know much about the course, but it's right. loop, if, you know, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I I would say thirty, just because you don't yeah. want to come away injured. Yeah, that's the, the important thing. You don't right? want to come away, especially if you've been fighting injuries or circumstances. You don't want right. to come away from it like a fifty miler, get just totally knackered yep. because sometimes you might just fight through it. Yeah. And then not be able to run for four weeks. For four months. Yeah. Um, and then again, I mean, I don't know. I, I just think I would go for the 30. Yeah. Because you can finish it. You know, you're, you could still finish it. You don't have to that worry about. If he can tape, if he can taper up between now and then. Oh, yeah. He's got to do. He's got to. Let's see. September 1st. That only gives him a few three, weeks. Three weeks. So I would say. What's so that's, this? The that's, ninth? That's a 10. That's a 10. A 20 and a 20 mile weekend. So, okay, so 10, 10 this weekend, 20 next weekend, and then 20 the following weekend. Well, if he does 20 on the 25th, uh, one week out from the race. Yeah, but that's fine. That's a, that's a total taper up. So, what I would do, like if it was me, I would do like the weekend of this, not this coming weekend, but like the weekend of 17, 18, 19, Friday, right. Saturday, Sunday. I would do two long runs. And I don't mean oh, like yeah, 20 sure. and 20. I would maybe do a 20 and a 10. Oh, yeah. A 20, 15, a yeah. 15, a 15, 15. No, yeah. no, 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 you need to do a 20. You do need to do a 20. Really? Uh, yeah. But I would do two longer runs for sure, and then just try and get so, even some shorter ones. Even during the week, if you get a 10-miler in in the morning oh, yeah. or night. You have to get a 10-miler in during the week. Just, just regular runs because, I mean, yeah, I don't. Because you're running four days a week at least. Yeah, from here until then. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Yeah, that's what I would say. That's what I would do yeah. if it was me. And trust me, I've been in this situation <laughs> oh, yeah. before, so I've done it. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's pretty, but, um, but, you know, and again, I mean, it depends on the race. If it's a lot of running, then you just want to run a lot. You know, that's just what you got to do. Because we, like, if we do races here where we have a lot of mountains, some days we might do some power hiking. Yeah. You know, that's the vacuum oh, out, there. out in the hallway. I'm like, what's going on? Um, but you might do some power hiking. But I think there you just run, time on your feet. Yeah. You know, just find whatever similar type of terrain. If you can get on the course, I don't know where it's at. Right. Um, and just run. Double. you got to get some double digits and t- at, least a tw- at least a 20-miler. And that will tell you. Yeah. Yeah. That Wh- thing, which direction you should go. So if he gives you a week out, you could do a 20-miler the week of the 18th yes. weekend, and you would know. If you finish that and felt decent, you can say, I can do the 30. If you don't, but you can I think say, I'll do the 16. Don't do the 50. Yeah. I would say not do the 50. No. Just... Not saying you can't, like it, like you wouldn't be able to, but I think coming away, if you've had a rough year and right. any injuries, you just don't want to be hurt. Because no. you, you could easily do that, being yeah. out there. Because you're going to be, if, especially if they have tight cutoffs at aid stations. Right. There might be a point where you try, try and push it, 
at some level yeah. to make sure you hit those, not just the 12-hour, but the other ones. And we'd hate to see a setback even further. It's not worth it. No, it's not. Because you can always come back and do it next year if it's that big a deal. So that's our superb yes. expert advice, Steve, is... That was very adult of us. That was, yeah. Because usually we'd say, oh, yeah, do the 100. No, yeah. No. But, yeah, I would, I would give yourself a good test on the weekend of the 18th, and that should be your decision maker. Like, if you can do a 20-miler and come away feeling decent... But then follow up with another 10-miler. 10, 10, yeah. But I, See how you feel. Yeah, I'd say even... If you felt good after 20, though, I would say do the 30 regardless. Right. But if you did the 20 and you were pretty knackered... Yes. Then you really got to think about. You got to drop that sixteen. Just have fun. And don't let your friends pressure you because that's yeah. easy to do. Oh yeah. Because you can, you can, you, can, you can, they can pressure you now to run a long race, right? Or you can't run with them for long time training. That's a good point. <laughs> Hang out with them there. So that's our that's our thing. If you have any other questions, feel free to ask on that. Um, like I said, we don't know the race, but still, fifty miles is fifty miles, and if this at t- overall twelve hour cutoff, that's seems pretty pretty uh legit tight yeah um if you're 95 percent convinced to go for it and not drop down the distance we'll be that five percent that's on the other shoulder yeah Yeah, we'll be on that other shoulder that five percent because we just don't like seeing people get hurt because we've done that as well or just where you just can't even if you don't get hurt but you can't run for weeks because you're just not in mood banged up sore that just kind of takes the fun out of it too um yeah, so I think that's it. We don't have a whole lot, uh, whole lot more to discuss. Nope. But this is episode 100 of the single track session. So, like Joel said, that's two years worth of Thursdays. It is. And I don't know. We, if I went back, we'd probably see. But I don't know if we really missed maybe one, maybe Just two. A couple at the most. Yeah, of the Thursday ones because mm-hmm. those are easier to schedule. They are. Because um, here's the thing. All right, I'll, I'll get this out there because I got asked All this right. multiple times this weekend. Okay. And Let's in the that. past, so Tuesdays. People have asked me, are you guys not doing as many Tuesday shows because you don't have guests? And the answer to that is no. There's people out there. It's just our schedules most of the time. Yeah. Because, see, on Thursdays, me and Joel work a schedule because we live close by. Right. On the Tuesdays, it's a matter of me and Joel and a third party working a schedule. Right. Out. And in the past, we've been really sticklers about not doing phone interviews. Yeah. Right? It's just uncomfortable. You don't get the, the cue. Um, it doesn't flow as well. Uh, so that's one of the reasons we don't do phone interviews. Um, and then just for certain reasons, we just don't have as much free time anymore. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. So we, you know, we will probably be doing some phone because you have to. Right. But it's not for lack of Guess. people to talk to. But right. if you do have ideas, still send them our way because I have, right. a, have a list going on it for sure. But I've had people ask me, do you have no one to interview? No, there's there's a lot of people out there, great stories. It comes down to a timing thing, for it, sure. It's a scheduling issue. Yeah, and right it's, now. it's just harder to get three people on the right schedule as opposed to two. Mm-hmm. And then again, this summer, like I've been traveling a lot more, right? And Joel has as well, so it's a little bit different that way too. But we'll 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 be back on Tuesdays, pretty consistent. Uh, so yeah, again, those that have good quotes, oh, send them in. Okay. So what's your quote this week? So this closing quote for the single track sessions from comes from John. Okay. I, I don't know if I should say names all the way. I don't know if people want to mind or not. Let's go just first name unless you know them well enough to say their last name. And they're, good, they're a listener. They okay. sent a few in, but this is the one I picked because right. it's funny. And that's what we're about. So send your quotes in to me, manners at trailmanners.com. Also, real quick, uh, Jessica that won, send me your address so we can oh, get yeah. you your hat. I don't want to forget that. Closing quote for the single track, our very first closing quote, single track session number 100. Here we go from John K. 
Never kick, never kick a fresh turd on a hot day. Mm. Pretty solid. It's great advice. Yeah. Great advice. There's a couple other ones we might use in the future, but that was the one I picked for the week that he sent three in. So other than that, this is uh, Eric and Joel, the single track session number 100, and we will be back next week. And, uh, yeah, send us your questions for Ask Trail Manager as well, and we'll get with you next time.